With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's the second hour, final hour of a Monday edition of the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG. Taking you up until uh, 2 o'clock here today. Then Trent and Jimmy B, assuming Trent will make it back by 4 o'clock. Now, he's normally here with me. Uh, Trent was here to start the show, but is uh, he's got the flu, so he's begged out. And uh, uh, him and Jimmy B scheduled today 4 until 5.30, 5.30 because of... Vikings and the Saints Monday Night Football, a doubleheader. You can hear it here as you can hear Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, all season long here on 1700 KBGG. Coming up this hour, uh, Dylan Mont, Cedar Rapids Gazette. Uh, he covers Iowa State. He was at Matt Campbell's press conference. It was, uh, I think it lasted about 20 minutes, 1130 to about 1150 thereabouts, recapping uh, the Iowa game, the Cyhawk game, and then looking ahead to Akron as uh, Cyclone Nation must do at this point because this is a season definer, in my opinion. And there, Iowa State will go on the road as I think the first point spread I saw, and I haven't checked this morning, they were a nine, nine and a half point favorite over Akron, who's one and one. Uh, they got beat in week one, as we know, after listening to James Franklin's press conference uh, after Penn State beat Pitt. We were reminded that Penn State beat Akron in week number one. Akron came back and just thumped Arkansas Pine Bluff last week, or the last, this past Saturday, rather, uh, in convincing fashion, but have to think that... Um, Maybe they didn't face the stiffest competition, but nonetheless, they got a win under their belt. And Iowa State will go on the road to face a Mac school as a nine and a half point favorite in in what is look. Make no mistake about it, and it's not crazy to say three weeks into the season, it's a must win game. If you have bull hopes in year two of Matt Campbell's tenure at Iowa State, and most do. Because I think most Cyclone fans do see the improvement. And I would hope that you didn't come away on Saturday thinking, you know what, that was a close game. Uh, we really closed the gap on Iowa. Yes, you did. But you know what? It's past moral victory time. You've had those for the last uh, God knows how many years. It's time to put W's in the win column. You were close. Uh, but now the season is on the line this Saturday when you face Akron. At least your postseason hopes are. Because if you don't beat Akron, you don't have a hope of of finding that elusive six wins. If you do, you've got a chance. Texas on that Thursday night, they're still figuring things out in Austin. They are. And you know the the consensus was you know start the season 3 and 1. If you're going to get the six wins because six wins because you still have Kansas, Baylor stinks. Baylor's awful. Texas Tech, who knows. That looked like maybe those were the three wins that you could count on in the Big 12. And if you started the season 3-1, and one, there's your three to go along with the other three, and off you go bowling for the first time in a long time. Conversely, Iowa, and I'll be the first to admit, um, but, I, but I don't think it's 
I don't think it's crazy that I took the stance that I did. Because who knew Nate Stanley, who, I remind you, after the after C.J. Beathard graduates, most anointed as the, no doubt about it, guy that's going to lead this football program. You get to the spring. He doesn't do anything to separate himself from Tyler Wiggers. You're starting to hear legitimate quarterback battle come fall. You're thinking, you're, you're wondering to yourself, well, what did he do? Because he must have done something as a true freshman for Ferentz and company to burn the redshirt season, right? He didn't have to do that with Wiggers. You could have made Wiggers too and kept the, kept the redshirt on Stanley, and you would have had another year of eligibility. They burnt that last year. So you got to the spring and you're thinking, well, uh, let's see how big of a drop-off or is there going to be from C.J. Beathard to Nate Stanley. And Stanley does nothing to take that mantle of starting quarterback at the University of Iowa and to put separation amongst him and the competition. Then you start hearing about there's a true quarterback controversy in Iowa City going into fall camp. These two guys are dead even. And I don't think that that was... Maybe there maybe there was a modicum of coach speak, but there might have been, and I believe that there was, a true battle at least early in camp as to which one of these two quarterbacks is going to assume the starting role at Iowa. That was the biggest reason that I downgraded the Hawks this year to a six-win football team, six-win football team, and I had Iowa State beating them. I did not think Nate Stanley was going to have the improvement, and he wasn't bad in week one against Wyoming, don't get me wrong, but the ball security was an issue. You know, there were a couple of times, there were multiple fumbles in that game. I don't want to say deer in the headlights against Wyoming, but that was in Kinnick Stadium. That was in front of the home folks. What's this guy going to do when he's got to make his first road test against an in-state rival, 61,000 fans, Sure, a lot of black and gold in the stadium, but still a true road test. He passed with flying colors. Hawk fans, you've got a quarterback. And you've got a quarterback that I think is going to continue to take these steps. He's a big sucker to begin with. I mean, he's going to absorb some punishment back there. At least you would think there's going to be some guys that bounce off Nate Stanley. He's a big boy and a true sophomore. And yes, that touch is going to come. Right, He missed some wide-open receivers, no offense in particular, a couple of times. That's going to get, that's going to be there, you know, later on this season, certainly in his junior season. That's coming for Nate Stanley. But you've got a quarterback. And you know what else you got? Because this to me was as if, if the quarterback was question one, one A was who's going to stretch the field. And it's been a conversation we've been having for a couple of years now, is Iowa really doesn't have that true burner who defenses have to plan for, game plan against, when they get set to play them. Matt Vandenberg, nice player. Nice player. Matt Vandenberg's not going to terrorize defensive coordinators. He's going to get. He's going to do what he does, which is consistent. Him and Beathard had wonderful chemistry, but you still didn't have that guy that's going to be able to get behind defenses. You might Smith Marset, who fumbled in week number one, and as you know, Kirk Ferentz, when a true freshman gets on the field and commits a gaffe like Smith Marset did against Wyoming, what happens? What happens? You don't see a lot of them. 
for a couple of weeks. He was right back out there on the field. The Hawks realize what they've got in this kid, and they've got a good one by the looks of things in Smith-Marset. I know it's one game. I know it's one game. But this was a freshman making plays that he did. Nick Easley made his plays. Fant, we love Fant already. Fant's going to be a star. Fant's going to be the next Iowa tight end to play at the next level. But you've got two guys that I think single-handedly, because we knew the defense was going to be good. We know the offensive line is going to be good. We certainly knew Akram Wadley is Akram Wadley. Sure, they had a couple of special teams question marks. And, oh, by the way, Colton Rastetter, who stunk against Wyoming, you know, with the exception he got some very favorable bounces and rolls in that game against Wyoming, he was really good on on Saturday. I think he had one punt returned. I think he had one. And how many times did he punt the football? Half a dozen? But he, he was way better, way better. But point being, with a quarterback and a receiver who can stretch the field, You've now got an and, and here's the other thing, you know. Before I before I finish up here, when you get into the Big Ten West overall, there was a lot of talk about Northwestern, right? I liked Wisconsin to win the to win the division. Nothing I've seen after two weeks has, has led me to believe that I'm wrong. Northwestern looked as though they were going to be the team that Wisconsin was going to have to outfinish to win the West. Northwestern doesn't look very good, folks. They just don't. Nebraska, Black Friday game. I mean, does anyone think that Iowa can't get on the buses and go over to Lincoln and not win that football game? Minnesota's pedestrian at this point. I'll tell you, the team in the West, who, along with Iowa, might have been undervalued going into this year, that's Purdue. Purdue's got a couple of quarterbacks. Believe it or not, Purdue's got a couple of quarterbacks. Illinois is 2-0, but they're a fake 2-0. Iowa's 2-0. They'll be 3-0 after North Texas. Then comes Penn State. At night, oh, by the way, if you haven't heard the announcement, that will be a night game. That game has been moved to 6.30 ABC. I have no idea about game day. I know that's going to be the next thing that that uh, Hawkeye Nation wonders about. Is game day going to make their way to Iowa City? I don't know what's on the docket for those other games. I think I, I didn't look because I didn't, at the, at the time, doing the show prep, the game hadn't been announced yet. But the Big Ten West, with the exception of Wisconsin, and they've got their issues too. They're good. They are good. But Iowa, to me, if I I was doing a power rankings in the Big Ten West prior to the season, I would have had Iowa, I don't know, fourth? I don't think would have been crazy. Wisconsin, Nebraska, Northwestern, Minnesota. Right now, Iowa is arrows pointing up, big time pointing up in the Big Ten West. Because of one reason, maybe two but certainly because of one, and that's Nate Stanley. Conversely, Iowa State, you have to go on the road and beat a team you're supposed to beat. You're going on the road into the MAC. Akron's better than they were last year, at least you would think. They had to replace so much last year. And I'm just, look, I haven't seen Akron play this year. I'm not going to try and BS you. Just going by what I read, right? I'll see them play this week for the first time and probably the last time this year. That'll be it for Akron. And probably be it for going to find CBS Sports Net. Uh, Net is where the game is going to be. I think it's 221 on DirecTV. But this is a must-win game for Iowa State. If you want to get back to a bowl where you haven't been in a long time, you have to win, you have to win this game. I thought you needed to be 3-1 and one on a non-con. Texas, from what we've seen this year so far, 
They've got their own problems, and they're going to get pasted on Saturday against USC. Pasted. That Thursday night game is going to be massive for Iowa State, but before they get to that point and before you can put that one in that category, as far as trying to get to a point where you can see that maybe bull light at the end of the tunnel, sure, you got to beat Kansas, sure, you got to beat Baylor, sure, you have to beat Texas Tech, but if you beat Akron this week, you can look at that Texas game on the national stage on ESPN and start to see that, you know what, maybe, just maybe, six wins is attainable in year number two. This Cyhawk game was a classic, folks. I know the latest is always the greatest. And if it's not the greatest, it gets more love than maybe it should when you look back at things a few years down the road. This one had a little bit of everything. Ebbs and flows. Iowa looking like they're going to run away with it. Iowa State opening up that big lead. My God, they're going to beat the Hawks. And there's the Cyhawk trophy's going to stay or get back to Ames. We know how it ended. Akron Wadley was the best player on the football field, and it showed when it needed to the most. That was an amazing, amazing run. Truly was. But there were other points in that game, too. David Montgomery, Hawk fans, if you thought maybe we were uh, a little too hyperbolic on David Montgomery and what he looks like he's going to become at Iowa State, you saw firsthand, this kid's legit. He's got a couple more years left. He is legit. Jacob Park, or Parker, as Kelly Stolfer called him, all game long. Somebody help him out, please. Jacob Park was... He threw, threw four touchdowns. Akeem Butler was great. Lazard had a couple of touchdowns. Didn't get the yards that you would expect. Terrific football game. Glad it's behind us. Can't wait till next year. And the year after that, and the year after that, and the year after that, this game needs to be played every single year. I don't want to hear it. We'll hear Dylan Bond, Cedar Rapids Gazette. He was at Matt Campbell's press conference inside Iowa State. And then we'll do a little NFL conversation with Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. Vikings Saints, Monday Night Football on 1700. Double dip tonight. Vikings, the early game. Broncos host the late game. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. We'll be right back. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee, so whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from, so place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. When you're hungry for great food, a tasty cocktail, or a good glass of wine, a friendly atmosphere, and fast, attentive service, remember Jesse's Embers at 3301 Ingersoll Avenue. Open Monday through Saturday for dinner and Monday through Friday for lunch beginning at 11 a.m. Jesse serves just about everything, including some of the best steaks you've ever tasted. Cooked on an open grill, located right inside. The smells are fabulous. And Marty or Dina stop to check on your meal and the bartender as well. They're on your side. Jesse's Embers on Ingersoll, just west of 30. 31st Street. 
at The Home Depot, we're pouring more into paint. And right now, we're giving more to pros. For one week only, all Pro Extra members receive up to 30% off paint stains and primers from top brands like Bear and Kills. Savings like that, you can take to the bank. Literally. Unbelievable quality. Unbeatable prices. Only at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Offer valid September 11th through 17th. My Central Pro Extra phone number at checkout for discount. See store for details. It doesn't get much better than a great day on the golf course. Family-owned River Valley Golf Course is a par 72, 18-hole public golf course along the beautiful Raccoon River Valley. With twilight specials every day after 4 p.m., frequent player programs, a clubhouse available for parties, and much more. River Valley is just minutes west of the Des Moines-Waukee area. Learn more at rivervalleygolf.com. That's rivervalleygolf.com. River Valley, your golf course. Hello, folks. This is Evan from Montana Mike's and Newton. The local owners, managers, and staff of Montana Mike's in Iowa are raising money to help the disaster victims in Texas. You can donate to the Red Cross at either the Des Moines location on Northeast 14th or the Newton location off of I-80 on exit 164. Tuesday, September 12th, both locations will donate 25% of the sales from 11 a.m. until close at 10 p.m. to help the victims in Texas. Central Iowans are some of the most generous and caring people around. Donate today at either Montana Mike's location. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. It's that time of the year again. Football's right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. you soon. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent under the weather, gone home to catch a couple hours sleep before he comes back. Picks up his shift later on, Jimmy B. And uh, Trent today, 4 until 5.30, 5.30. 
Uh, Monday Night Football, courtesy of Westwood One. The early game is the Saints and the Vikings. You can hear that here. Then you can stick around. If you can't be in front of your TV and listen to the Chargers and the Broncos. Uh, let's head to Ames. Dylan Montz has been there all morning. He's covered the press conference. I'm guessing I'm catching him in the middle of it. He writes his story for the Cedar Rapids Gazette, uh, thegazette.com backslash sports, and he joins me. Dylan, Ken Miller, thanks for coming on. Dylan, how are you? I'm doing well, Ken. It's a pleasure to be with you as always. I appreciate you coming on, Dylan. While you were at the press conference, I watched it on Cyclone TV. Um, kind of give me um, the mood of Matt Campbell from you know being in the room with him. Um, you know, you would hope that they, a loss would linger a little bit, but you know what? It's a football season. You don't have long. You've got to move on and move on to uh, what maybe is a must-win game in Akron. How did you find Campbell today? Yeah, obviously there's disappointment left over from a loss like that, especially how it went down in overtime. But his mood was kind of the same as it was even right after the game. There were disappointments, but there were also positives there. But the biggest takeaway, I think, is the mistakes that they identified, whether it's the drops or the missed tackles or whatever it is, those are things that are, are able to be cleaned up. It's it's better than having these glaring glaring problems like if the D-line was given up you know, 300 rushing yards like they have in the past, things of that nature. But when you can point to those little mistakes, it's uh, it's a lot more encouraging for people, the coaches especially, to, to kind of get back on track. And he, he even said today if, if he could come back and, and play right away today, he would prefer to just to get his team back out there and get them back into the swing of things. But overall, uh, a positive sense of energy as they head into this week. Uh, Mar- Marcel Spears, again for the second straight week, Dylan. He just jumped off uh, while watching it on TV, the TV screen. I'm sure they were sitting in the press box. You saw the same thing. Number 42 was a beast out there. Tell us again his story, if you will, because clearly he's one of these guys that has seized an opportunity. Um, there, were, there were other guys that stood out, don't get me wrong, but I'm not sure anybody stood out on defense like 42 did for Iowa State. Yeah, he really did. He's he's a different-looking linebacker than than what they've had in these couple of years since Jake Matt and A.J. Klein. Um, obviously, Willie Harvey's there now, but uh, there were a couple of years where they are kind of scratching the, the bottom of the barrel to, to get guys that could come in and get plugged in. But I think what he really brings to the table is a lot of athleticism, He's really adapted to the position well and has, has been able to kind of use some instincts. And uh, that's good when you have Joel Anning in the middle, who's still kind of learning the position, obviously, mm-hmm. switching over from quarterback. So I think he's really come in and done a nice job. And we talked to him a little bit after the game, and he said uh, this spring, or I guess it would have been this winter, when he went into me with defensive coordinator John Haycock, they kind of had a, a heart-to-heart meeting. And he said he really that Haycock kind of gave him some words uh, that really kind of uh, lingered with him and stuck in his heart a little bit about how he could go in and find a role on this team and be a contributor. And then in spring ball, he kind of started to, to make his ascent uh, up the depth chart. And then Matt Campbell, once uh, fall camp rolled around, started to rave about him and, and talked about how he almost seems like a transformed player. And we've, we've certainly seen that the first two weeks here. Yeah, no doubt about it. Dylan Monsita Rapids Gazette is our guest. You know, you mentioned Joel Lanning and, 
It uh, football. Mark Morehouse used a really good adjective. Football is cruel. Can be cruel, right? And and we've seen Joel against the run. He looks like he absolutely has that part of what it takes to play middle linebacker. But there were a couple of times where Brian Ferentz and the Iowa coaching staff realized that they may be able to exploit a weakness here. Lanning was beaten in coverage. wasn't anywhere near close to the coverage. Hawkinson's two passes, of course, took a bad angle and Wadley's game tying touchdown. But uh, there's still a lot of work left to be done for the former quarterback now turned middle linebacker on one hand you know as a football fan maybe you're glad that it it is a little tougher uh than maybe someone letting it on to be that it does you just can't go from quarterback to middle linebacker in a power five school but joel um at times was a liability out there i thought on saturday yeah, and that's kind of the nature of probably what it's going to be at times throughout the season. He's going to have plays where he looks really good, and then he's going to have plays where he's he's out of position, and that's just the nature of it. You you can study as much as you want in the off season. You can get all these reps in the off season and in practices, but the game's a whole different animal, and it's hard to make that transition in one off season and in two games so far. And so I think probably as the season goes on, he will get better in some areas, but there will be these these gaps where. Um, you know, he's a little out of position or misses a tackle and does things like that just because of, um, you know, he's a 22 or whatever year old kid and uh, he's been playing quarterback since eighth grade. So it's, it's a big transition. And I think, um, like I said, he will continue to get better in some areas, but it's going to be a thing where he just is kind of learning on the fly, learning as he goes. And, and, you know, that's what Iowa State has to roll with. And, and they'll, they'll just have to stick to it because while there are guys behind him, that can come in and fill in. Um, I think athletically he is the best option at this point just because of um, his, his um, you know, the demeanor on the field. I guess I'll say it that way. Mm. Everett Edwards took a couple of bad angles as well. Where was Reggie Wilkerson? I don't, I don't recall seeing him on the field. Yeah, Reggie Wilkerson, uh, was at, uh, Matt Campbell was asked about that this morning, and uh, apparently Reggie had uh, tweaked a hamstring late in the Northern Iowa game. Um, just on a play in coverage, he went and tweaked it and came out, I think Matt Campbell said, near the end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter. Um, kind of was dealing with that all week, rehabbing it, and was a game-time decision, and they just decided um, for the longevity of the season, it was in his best interest to, to not go out and play. But Matt Campbell said he is expected to be back uh, for Akron, and that's going to help that secondary because uh, you saw late in the game, Everett Edwards, um, again, did miss a couple plays. Lawrence White came in. Uh, for Kamari Cotton Moya, missed that play. Mm-hmm. Um, that could have saved that Wadley touchdown, too. So uh, it's going to be nice to at least get uh, Wilkerson back, maybe Cotton Moya. Uh, just to kind of bolster that group a little bit and get some experience back there. Uh, Cotton Moy, the Akron depth chart is out, and and he was banged up, uh, but but he's listed as a starter. Are they, that are they convinced he's going to be able to answer the bell against Akron on Saturday, Cotton Moya? Yeah, I don't know if they're convinced. They're calling him day to day right now. They said it's a possibility that he could come in and play, but um, you know if if he's still even a little bit if he I if it was up to me I I wouldn't play him. You got a bye week coming up next. You have Texas on a short week the week after, and then you have um, the string of eight straight Big 12 games after that. So I, I think they're going to be cautious here. Um, if they can get by without him, uh, that's great for them, and they're going to try to do that. Um, but if he is ready to go, if he's um, you know not feeling any lingering issues with that, they'll play him. But I, I think it's going to be a thing where, where he gets held out. But Matt Campbell said it's all going to kind of come down to how 
um, he goes about these next couple practices and what he's feeling like. One of the guys we heard a lot about, uh, Dylan Mont, Cedar Rapids Gazette, by the way, uh, joining us here. Uh, all, all August long uh, was Johnny Lang and, and just how they need to get him on the field, a true freshman, a uh, guy with unbelievable speed and, 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 a, and with game-breaking speed, uh, as I think is how it was described a couple of times. Yeah, Mike Warren is the guy back there returning kicks. He looked to me like he was tentative um maybe maybe not the most comfortable spot for mike warren is it time for johnny lang maybe to assume that role because i thought that uh you know mike warren left some yards maybe on the field just due to his hesitation returning kicks this past saturday anything on uh, johnny lang and and maybe uh him getting uh, more responsibilities in the kick return game yeah, Matt Campbell talked about that right at the top of his press conference. It was the first question he was asked about. And I think it's going to be a thing where the coaches go and kind of evaluate and see how they can tweak the kickoff game. Because Mike Warren, I think in, against Iowa, or against Northern Iowa, I should say, he had, he had a good return. Uh, one of his two returns was for 35 yards, looked good there. But against Iowa on five returns, he only averaged about 17 yards per return, had a long of 21. So it's, uh, he really struggled to get anything going. Uh, a lot of the times, I think you're right, he was tentative and just didn't really uh, look to be in place. And then other times, I thought he was trying to do too much a little bit also, and, and that's a problem. And, um, you know, Matt Campbell said he, he's not putting it all on Mike Warren. There's obviously a lot of other components that go into it of guys, uh, you know, should be giving him better signals not to bring it out of the end zone and things of that nature. But I think it's going to be a thing where they go back and look at it all week. And, you know, um, Matt Campbell talked about Johnny Lang again, and, um, he is a true freshman, and since he played against Northern Iowa, his red shirt's gone. So mm-hmm. I think when you know you have, you know, this year, you got to use him as much as possible now. And I think um, I don't know how many carries he'll get at running back, but you got to find him a role. And that kick return position could be perfect because he is shifty. He's small, compact, strong. He can go out and, and maybe find some creases that Mike Warren can't. And that's not to say Mike Warren's ability isn't isn't good and suitable in some role, but I think Johnny Lang can bring a lot of different skill sets to that kickoff return position that will help Iowa State put the offense in better starting spots. You know, as you go back to uh, the preseason, as you're thinking, you know, what what are the two biggest question marks maybe surrounding this Iowa State football program in year two of uh, of Matt Campbell? Uh, and I, th- if one person would tell you it was the offensive line, the next person would tell you it was the defensive line. Well, watching this, watching both of those units against what I think is a pretty good Big Ten O-line and D-line, Iowa State clearly held their own, I thought, against the uh, uh, returning Joe Moore award-winning offensive line and a darn good uh, defensive line for Iowa. Maybe got worn down a little uh, late in the football game, so maybe, you know, depth that's still going, uh, that's still coming. But, you know, the lines that were a huge question mark on both sides of the ball, I think that they're better than a lot of, at least at this point, better than a lot of people thought that they were going to be, Dylan. Yeah, I think so, too, and and that's another thing Mike Campbell talked about. Um, the starters did play a lot of reps in that game, and I, I'm not sure how it, it all breaks down to numbers, but I I think the thing that Iowa State's going to have to try to figure out is how to take some pressure off of those starters and get guys into a rotation, especially along the lines where it's always so physical, and, and I think you're right. You did kind of see that against Iowa. They held their own for different stretches throughout the game, but I, I'm sure eventually wore down just because, um, they were playing a lot of reps against a team that has has tradition in those spots and was able to kind of um, you know force its will maybe towards the end of the game. But I thought the offensive line 
played really well, kept Jacob Park upright for the most part, and has done a really good job of that in the first two weeks overall. And they have some guys that can move around and, and some really big bodies in there, which is different for them. And then um, on the defensive line, I think Vernell Trent is a guy who's really kind of started to, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, emerge a little bit and, and get better as a as a fifth year senior. And then Jaquan Bailey, Matt Campbell said, played bar none his best game for Iowa State in his in his short career. So I think there's a lot of positives in those groups, and I think it is a thing where they'll continue to get better too and and answer some questions as as they kind of get these tests. And Iowa was certainly a good test for that, those two groups. I got 90 seconds left, Dylan Monsita Rapids Gazette. Dylan, how does uh, the coaching staff prevent uh, Iowa State from letting Iowa beat them back to back weeks? I think, I mean, they've got to move on. They've got Akron and have to get, put another one in the win column to maintain any postseason hopes. Akron, uh, last year, Phil Steele called them the least experienced team, maybe in college football, so they're more experienced. Uh, how difficult will it be for, the coaching staff to put the Iowa game behind the, this team and to look to Akron because they're they're going they have to win. Yeah, I, it's hard to imagine them going to a bowl game if they don't come out and beat Akron. Um, you know that that's just the game you got to go and win. Uh, and I think that's kind of the the sense that will snap the team back into it. Obviously, um, you know Matt Campbell's talked so much in this off season about the change the changes he's seen. Uh, in their workout habits, in their preparation, and things of that nature. And this is really where it's going to come to fruition is just what he's hoping. He's going to hope he starts to see that actually show up when it's some adversity hits. And, you know, Akron's not a pushover. They, they've they been on the either side of, of blowouts. They lost 52 nothing to Penn State, beat Arkansas Pine Bluff 52-3. to um, They have a quarterback who started 20 games in his career and a former Ohio State running back um, yep. who's, who's, who's there right now. So, uh, there are plenty of things to keep this Iowa State team occupied and, and prepared for. Um, but, the yeah, the simple way to say it is they've got to go and win this if they want to go to a bowl game. No question. Thank you, Dylan. Appreciate you coming on. Yep. Thanks, Ken. Take care. All right, Dylan Montz uh, joining us as we take a look at uh, look back at Iowa State and ahead to a very, very important Akram game. We will switch gears. Uh, do some NFL conversation coming up next. Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com, Vikings tonight. You know, real quick on the NFL, um, and in, in particular inside the the NFC North, that Green Bay Seattle game. Boy, that was a that was a fun Week One football game. Saw a lot of bad football played yesterday in the NFL. Make no mistake about it. There was a bunch of bad football played, and yes, it seemed like the Packers. Uh, got some help maybe at times, especially on, um, on, on Favre's what should have been a pick six. And then the, uh, the safety getting thrown out of the football game. I mean, come on. He didn't, he didn't throw a punch in that spot. But, but, um, Packers, that was a fun game to watch. Fun game to watch. The Bears, if you're a Bears fan, I think you came away thinking, you know what? Maybe this team's going to be a little bit better than some forecast. They 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 should have won the football game yesterday. They had the defending NFC champions right where they wanted them. They let them off the hook. Fun football game yesterday, week number one. It will conclude tonight. Two games. You can hear them both right here, courtesy of our friends at Westwood One. Saints Vikings coverage starts at five thirty. Ball in the air at six. Immediately following, Chargers. Broncos, Los Angeles Chargers, Denver Broncos. Game gets underway at about 9.20.
We'll talk Vikings with Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. He's coming up next. It's the Ken Miller Show. On 1700 KBGG, back after this timeout. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Do you see cracks in your foundation, brick, or drywall, or doors and windows that stick? These are all signs of serious settlement issues. Call Midwest Basement Systems for all things basementy. Basement waterproofing, basement structural repair, foundation settlement repair, and wall straightening and bracing too. Our engineered solutions will stabilize and lift your home back to level, putting you back on solid ground. Call Midwest Basement Systems today. Midwest Basement Systems got the fix. Call 289 Can you finish this little ad phrase? Every kiss begins with... Right, most people know it's every kiss begins with K for K Jewelers. But this message isn't about jewelry. It's about how your memory works. Why is it you remember certain ad messages and literally hundreds of songs that you never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It can make a good tune or a good idea stick. Now here's a question. Would you like to learn the five secrets of making a message for your business sticky? you know, memorable and powerful, then just call us and ask to speak to our ad strategy manager. He'd be glad to share them with you, no obligation. The good thing is, with radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then when someone's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound. Hi, this is Clint Burkhall. If you'd like to learn the five secrets of a powerful campaign, just call me here at the station, 331-9200. We are glad to share them. This fall, pair style with savings at Pandora Jewelry. From September 14th to the 17th, get rewarded for shopping the looks you love at our Buy More, Save More event. Mix, match, and stack. And with savings up to 35%, you'll have the freedom to customize like never before. Shop the Buy More, Save More event now at Pandora Jewelry. While supplies last to participating retailers, selection may vary by store. Not valid with gift card or prior purchases. Then must qualify before taxes and fees. Maximum discount 35%. See store for details. Napa Know How. Getting the best usually costs a pretty penny. 
But when it comes to getting one of the best motor oils, your pennies don't have to be pretty at all. Because Valvoline Full Synthetic Motor Oil is only $5.59 a quart. So open up that piggy bank and treat yourself to the best with Valvoline Full Synthetic. Now just $5.59 a quart. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer expires 9 17 1700 KBGG is your home for Kansas City Chiefs football. Tyreek Hill takes it at the 5. San Diego didn't think he was going to take it. Here he goes. He's at the 25-30. They blocked the putter. The cheat is gone. They can't get to him. Tyreek Hill stays on the right boundary. 10-5. Touchdown. Kansas City! The voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, joins myself, Trent Condon, and Ken Miller each Thursday at 140 on your home for Chiefs football, 1700 KBGG. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG here until 2. Local sports on your radio or favorite listening device every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. As mentioned, Viking football tonight. You can hear the game right here on 1700 KBGG. Pre-game show getting underway at 5.30. First, uh, the kick will be 6 o'clock. In fact, both games of the double dip tonight, courtesy of Westwood One. Let's go north. He's Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. He joins me to talk about the early game, Viking and the Saints. Hello, Tim. Ken Miller, how are you? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing fine, Tim. I appreciate you coming on. I know that you're getting set to head out to the stadium here in a few minutes. But, you know, I was thinking about this driving in today, Tim, where, you know, we've seen uh, in in the Twin Cities, Kevin Garnett leave, a true superstar of one of the Twin Cities franchises, uh, leave and go to another city and then come back again. I have to think that this might be unless I'm completely missing somebody, as as big a star as Adrian Peterson was in the Twin Cities, first game back in a new uniform in in uh, in the Twin Cities, this is, is is this something that has never been seen before up there as far as a superstar wearing a different uniform coming back to start off a season like this? Oh boy. Um yeah, I don't 
I mean, I guess if you go way back, you know, Alan Page actually finished his career with the, the Bears. So that would be a pretty big one. Mm-hmm. But usually your offensive guys get the, yep. the main focus. And so, you know, from that perspective, yes, I, I would say you're probably right there. Um, you know, I, I've kind of likened it to, uh, to Favre leaving the Packers. Yep. And coming back and playing with the Vikings, although I would argue that's that was a much much bigger storyline for a couple of reasons. Number one, you know, going to a, a divisional team, a rival like that, the way things ended, and then also, you know, a guy who has got the ball in his hands every single down. Peterson is an interesting case because as he goes to the Saints, you know, they've already got their returning starter, and they've got a rookie that they're going to want to get involved as well at running back. And so, you know, I'm not really sure how much uh, he's going to get tonight. Uh, you know, I would guess if if the Saints are trying to balance out their offense and, say, run 25 times a game, you know, Peterson's maybe getting seven of those carries. Mm. Uh, I just think it's uh, – you know, it's going to be really interesting, though, to see how Sean Payton approaches it because you could have that factor. You know, if Peterson gets in the game early and uh, and rattles off a couple of nice long runs, well, then I think you stick with a hot hand. But otherwise, I think, you know, if you're the Saints, you try to do what you do best, and that's passing the ball. And that's Drew Brees, no doubt about it. You led me right into my next question, Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. So good, so poised in the pocket for an undersized quarterback. I mean, we could stop calling him that now. He's 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 been in the league for so long, and he's done. So, he's had year after year after year of consistency. Is this Viking secondary ready for Drew Brees tonight? I mean, Waynes has had his struggles in the preseason. Newman. I looked old earlier in the, in the preseason. I know preseason's a different animal. So is it completely incumbent upon that defensive front to get a little heat on the former Purdue Boiler maker quarterback, or it's going to be maybe a long night for I mean, at least one side of that Viking secondary? Yeah, I mean, it, that's really the $10 million question in, in this game because you mentioned Trey Wayne's. To me, even the bigger storyline is going to be Mackenzie Alexander, who's going to you know, be their, their nickel cornerback. And how often do the Saints try to get the, get the Vikings into their nickel defense so that Alexander's on the field? If I'm Sean Payton and Drew Brees, I say, hey, let's, let's try to do that as often as possible because as much as uh, you know, Trey Wayne still has something to prove, Mackenzie Alexander is even... Uh, more in that category because he had some time last year uh, where Mike Zimmer was trying to get him time as a rookie and he just didn't perform very well, got pulled from a couple of games. And so that to me is going to be the the big question. Um, You know, if I'm Drew Brees, I go out there and say, where's number 20 every time I'm, Mm. you know, I've got the ball in my hand dropping the pass. Mm, interesting. Uh, Tim, what about the, um, I mean, the offensive line last year for Minnesota, statistically, and even the eyeball test, I mean, they were 32 out of 32. They were just yeah. awful last year. Eiflin comes in, uh, he, he, he's a rookie. Riley Reef comes over from Detroit. Remmers comes over from Carolina, I think was his last stop. Is this offensive line, it has to be better. Are they going to be better? Well, you know, I think from a starter perspective, they could be okay. I mean, they, it'd be hard to get much worse than things were last year, but I would really be concerned about the depth with this, this offensive line. And that's 
one of the reasons it, it did surprise me that, that the Vikings released Alex Boone, who was starting at left guard, uh, you know, for them all last year and really up until they released him. I know it was a salary cap situation, and I, I get it that he didn't uh, necessarily fit what the Vikings were looking to do with a, an offense that's kind of changed schemes a bit this year, but it really hurts the depth. They, they are so young behind their five starters, and their five starters, quite frankly, aren't all that old either. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's, that's a major storyline as well. Laquan Treadwell, I would have to think he's a major storyline for the simple fact they 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 uh, used a high draft pick uh, last year to bring him in. His rookie season was was a washout. He just didn't catch on. Thielen emerged. Stephon Diggs is Stephon Diggs. How in, and and of course uh, Michael Floyd is out, but he's going to be back eventually. Laquan Treadwell is he taking the necessary steps? Does he look like you know maybe your number two? His light is going on. Well, I mean, he's he's clearly the number three right now behind Diggs and Thielen. Those two guys have earned the starting spots. Um, but what Treadwell, when I looked at him last year in practices and the little time that he got in games, and when I looked at him this year, uh, this off-season mini camp, training camp, he's different from a health perspective. He just, uh, you know, he needed more time to recover from the leg injury he suffered in college, and he looks like he's a little bit faster, uh, quicker out of breaks especially. He doesn't have great deep speed, but if he can create separation with his breaks, that's going to be key to him because he's more of a an intermediate route runner than a deep threat. And with him, a lot of it is confidence. And he got so down on himself last year when he wasn't able to do what he was used to. Um, so to me, if they can get him involved early, get him some confidence, that's going to be a, a big part of, of making sure that you know he can be a maybe a 30 to 40 50 catch guy for the Vikings this season um, but you know one of the things to watch is week five when Michael Floyd comes back mm-hmm. how much is that going to eat into Laquan Treadwell's playing time final couple of minutes here with Timmy Otter vikingupdate.com we know they didn't have a first round pick they lost that in the Stafford trade with the Eagles last year yet I think most people feel that they even though they didn't have that coveted first rounder they did pretty well in the draft talked about Eiflin he's going to start already the former Ohio State Buckeye couple of guys I want to ask you about one Jalil Johnson just because obviously he played here at Iowa he seemed to get better as the preseason went on. And how excited is the Vikings fan base about Delvin Cook? So Delvin Cook and Jill Johnson for me, if you would. Yeah, I mean, Cook really fits what they want to do more with this offense, which is outside zone runs uh, and get the, the running back more involved in the passing game, which is another reason that it, it seemed to me it was a pretty easy decision to let go of Adrian Peterson. Uh, but, you know, Jaleel Johnson, man, he had a great preseason. He had a very good training camp as well. Um, a guy that, that kind of offers them the flexibility. He can play the three technique and give Tom Johnson some, some, uh, rest on the sideline on occasion. But if needed, he could also play a little bit of nose tackle. So I think he offers them a really nice rotational interior guy. Uh, you know, in a, in a year or two, I would not at all be surprised to see him work himself into the starting lineup. Perhaps he can do that later this year and overcome Tom Johnson for the, the starting three technique spot. But I, I really like what he can do. He's, he's strong enough already and he seems to really have gotten a lot better using his hands and really taking the coaching of, of their defensive line coach, Andre Patterson and even Brian Robinson, who's been 
pretty involved with a lot of the younger defensive linemen. Mm, last question, Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. Just, Tim, uh, your, your thoughts after week one in the division. We saw the Packers and the, and the Seahawks. That was a great football game. Detroit has their way uh, with the Cardinals. The Bears looked as though they're improved for whatever that means. That defense is going to be busy. Your thoughts on the other three teams in the North after one week? Yeah, I mean, I was I was really surprised at how competitive the the Bears were. I think uh, you know with with Jordan Howard, that that's always going to give them a chance offensively. Uh, you know, I'll be curious to see if they kind of get out of the the race by midseason. Is Trubisky in there? Um, the the Packers, I I was fairly impressed with their defense. I thought that would struggle more against the Seahawks and. To me, that's always the question with the Packers. How good is their defense? I wasn't expecting really great improvements over what they did last year. So, you know, uh, I'm curious to see over the next three or four weeks uh, what they showed yesterday. Is that what that defense is going to be? If it is, then they're the clear favorite in the NFC North. Or, you know, are they going to struggle a little bit more again defensively? And then I think that opens uh, the door at least for an opportunity for uh, you know, Minnesota, Detroit to to try to, you know, compete for that, that number one spot in the division. Is it going to take 10 wins to secure a playoff spot, do you think, in the NFC? I think so. I mean, I think that's always where you have to look at yeah, it, uh, you know, especially as long as Aaron Rodgers is there. I think you got to get at least to 10 to, to be a playoff team, um, you know, 10 or 11 probably to, to win the division. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate it. Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. Thanks, Tim, to have you on again throughout the season, as we always do. Thank you, Tim. All right, thanks. Good to talk to you. Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com, as we take a look at the Vikings and the Saints tonight. Adrian Peterson, back in the Twin Cities. Interesting. Uh, Tim doesn't think he's going to have the impact. Ingram's there. We'll see. Hard for how old is he now? 32, I want to say, Adrian Peterson. Not a lot of 32-year-old running backs in the league, as you well know. Fun show today. Uh, we're going to do it in tomorrow, noon to 2. We'll do it Monday through Friday. Local sports on your radio or favorite listening device. We appreciate you tuning in, finding the program. Local sports, noon to 2 on 1700 KBGG. Zubin Mahente will be here tomorrow. Going to get back into baseball. Boy, the Cubs had a weekend to forget. Twins Royals split their four gamers, so nothing lost, nothing gained there. Monday Night Football coming up tonight, 5.30. Jimmy B and TC, more local sports. They're here 4 to 5.30. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports, 1700 KBGG. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Ian Eagle and Dan Fouts here from Westwood One with a preview of the Week 1 Monday Night Football doubleheader. Dan, we start things off with Adrian Peterson's return to Minneapolis, now as a New Orleans Saint. That'll be interesting to see how he handles it. You know he's going to be jacked up for it. But he's a backup now to Mark Ingram. 
The Saints are no longer a one-dimensional offense, but still they got to count on Breeze. On the other side of the ball, the Vikings will counter with Harrison Smith in their outstanding defense. So it should be a very interesting game as far as the passing game is concerned. Saints and the Vikings, and for game two, Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner will be in Denver. The Broncos host the Los Angeles Chargers. Join us for a great doubleheader on Monday Night Football. Remember to listen to Westwood One's coverage of the NFL all season long. Right here on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Back your vehicle shine with super savings on O'Reilly Car Wash. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up a gallon bottle of O'Reilly Car Wash for $3.99. Clean, shine, and protect your vehicle, plus earn double points on this purchase during O Rewards Member Appreciation Month. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply, see store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If you've got goals, GNC's got your protein. All the best brands and bestsellers from Optimum and Muscle Tech. Trending in-store exclusives from Ghost and Performance. And taste bud-busting flavors like Cereal Milk, Fruity Charms, Tahitian Vanilla, and Fudge Brownie. And right now, you can take your goals on the go with BOGO 50% off GNC Amp and Total Lean Ready to Drink Protein. Plus a protein price match guarantee. Whatever you're looking for, find the protein for you at GNC. Save big. Stay strong. Only at GNC. We interrupt your broadcast to bring you this, a phenomenon from Wendy's that can only be described as a giant junior bacon cheeseburger. A delicious anomaly doubling the size and taste of Wendy's iconic junior bacon cheeseburger. Double the bacon, double the cheese, and good heavens, double the fresh, never frozen beef. And what's this? A Wendy's giant junior bacon cheeseburger with nuggets, fries, and a drink for just $5? Run, run to your nearest Wendy's. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, we'll include small fries and a drink. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Every day people ask me, can I still take advantage of today's low rates? Is it still a good time to refinance? The answer is yes. Now's a great time to call Quicken Loans at 800-QUICKEN. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.19%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest. But we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after 